What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. This is the happy hour. You guys want a happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. going to be quite the show. Nick Zayner, yes it is. We are going to kick things off. Once again, we are at Lincoln Northwest High School, and just an awesome day uh, here at Lincoln Northwest High School as the Boys and Girls Club of Lincoln is hosting a junior NBA camp. Uh, Shout out to Rock for having us out here. Just been a great experience so far. Now, we can't bury the lead, though, that just moments ago, and if you listen to the state of the show... Thank you, Rico. <laughs> if you've listened to the show, you heard Rico and I talking about Jordy Ball. She has officially entered the transfer portal. So Jordy Ball, in a statement, released this that said, For the last two years, despite the amazing opportunities and accomplishments, my love for home and the acknowledgement of my foundation have grown. Being away from these things has been very rough. And she continues to talk about it. And then she says, my heart is full of gratitude and love for the girls, coaches, and people at the University of Oklahoma. Here's the kicker. I am excited to return home and be Jordy Ball, the softball player, but more importantly, the person. Now, without saying that she's coming to Nebraska. Well, Omaha's home. Omaha and Papillion La Vista is technically home. So St. Mary's yes. is right there. But, Austin, let's talk just about in the softball world, on the larger scale, the magnitude of this decision. Now, Jordy Ball, we, once again, we went through all of her accolades prior to them winning their, their third straight national title, prior to her winning her second national title in just as many years. But this is a pitcher, Jordy Ball, once again from Papillion La Vista, who has a career 1.00 earned run average, a combined 44-2 and record in her two seasons at Oklahoma, and has basically been the best player in all of college softball the last two seasons. The best player on the best team. Yeah, undoubtedly the best pitcher. And now, I mean, you could argue possibly uh, uh, Jocelyn, Jocelyn uh, Allo mm-hmm. was, was the best player in all of college softball last season, but... As, as a true freshman, Jordy Ball was the best pitcher on that team. And so, nice catch, Austin. Thank you. So Still got it. Just thoughts on this, uh, preliminary thoughts on, on the move. I, I don't know if earth-shaking for college softball comes close to describing this. And it's funny because it's such a big decision from maybe the best player in college softball, like you were saying, this year. 
undoubtedly the best pitcher in the NCAA tournament, especially in the you know women's college World Series. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it's Oklahoma, right? They'll find someone. They yeah. always do. That program will reload. But it's still new and shocking to see someone of Jordy Ball's talent level decide to enter the transfer portal. And again, it's not because of playing time. She didn't mention Absolutely anything about not. NIL. So you're not going to get a better softball situation on the field, you know, on the practice field situation than what she has down in Norman. But what this says to me, Nick, is that off the field, maybe she wasn't always as comfortable. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, she, she credits Oklahoma, her teammates, her coaches for, you know, working with her. But there's something to be said about just wanting to go home. I don't think this is a, a slight or a knock on Patty Gasso Absolutely in any not. way, shape, or form. I think she's built a, an upstanding program that Jordy Ball obviously loved to be a part of for two seasons. It did a lot of good for her, and I think Jordy Ball did a lot of good for Oklahoma. But sometimes there are just things that coaches can't control, like a player wanting to go home, not you know being able to get comfortable as, as comfortable as they'd like in a new town. So... It's a big blow to Oklahoma. At the same time, I think that they'll find a way. They'll move on. Yes. They'll find someone else good. Now, wherever she ends up, again, the signs are pointing to Nebraska. Well, well once again, in her in her Twitter and Instagram post, she posted mm. the same thing on both platforms. Uh, she she mentions, "quote I am excited to return home and be Jordy Ball, the softball player, but more importantly, the person." I am excited thinking about growing the game that has provided me so many opportunities for growth in the home state, a current overlooked state for girls in softball at all ages, and I am excited to finish the softball journey right where it began. <laughs> so it's so hard not I, I don't I I don't want to read too much into it. I don't wanna mm-hmm. I don't wanna pick this statement apart piece by piece and say, Oh, well that's home, that's Nebraska, right? But being realistic, that is the state of Nebraska. Where else would it be? Exactly. I mean, your options feel like it's Nebraska, Omaha, Creighton. Yeah. Uh, those are, I think, the, the most realistic options. And Nebraska's had the most success of any of those programs. I mean, you, you know, Nebraska was in Hunter in the recruiting process. Yeah. And that's one, you know, you can't blame her for wanting to go to Oklahoma for two years. Absolutely. As good not. as that program is, I mean, that's where I feel like she felt she could be pushed the best to, to learn, grow, and develop the mm-hmm. best. But. It's still just incredible that a player like that w- would enter the transfer portal. It's still new in college athletics where it someone is. that good, you know, leaves a, a place they've been so successful, so well, consistently. And, and so we we kind of we we preliminarily thought about what are some of the most impactful transfers, right? So let's mm-hmm. let's move on. We can talk. I mean, this is no doubt in the era of transfer portal. The biggest one in the softball world. Yes. The, the most, the most, the biggest one in the softball world. DB, do you, DB, do you want to join? Okay. So, oh, there it is. Okay. So, okay. Thinking across all sports. Mm-hmm. First one that comes to my mind, Caleb Williams was one. Big right? one. Comes to USC and wins the Heisman Trophy. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I guess we're, are we talking era of transfer portal? See, that's the thing, because you could say Baker Mayfield was yep. hugely impactful, the way he transferred from Tech to Oklahoma, the numbers he put up. Um, he's on that conversation. Kyler Murray, Justin Fields in that conversation. But Caleb Williams, the way he moved from Oklahoma to USC, uh, winning a Heisman. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, and, and that's the thing is Joe Burrow, 
Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts. That, that's yeah. What, yeah. And so the thing about those guys is they didn't do as much in their first year. Well, Hurts did before he went to Oklahoma and then was yes. replaced. Joe Burrow was a good college quarterback and then took it to another level. Caleb Williams was, oh, my gosh. Rico says Cam Newton, but that's a Juco transfer up. Yeah. I mean, Florida to Juco to Auburn, right, was his path. Yep. I, yeah, I I think that's pretty much the list for football in yeah. the, the era. I mean, and, and if we want to talk Nebraska, where, where's your head at? Okay. In term, all across all sports. Yeah. Because I, I, obviously, I mean, Trey Palmer was a huge one. Huge. That maybe as recent as it was, we we forget that how how crucial and, and how important he was to Nebraska's season. Mm-hmm. Trey Palmer was. And, and now maybe in 10 years down the road, we're going to have to look back and go, you know what, on a, on a poor team that was coached by a, a, a poor, you know, by a poor coach, mm-hmm. he, he stood out and somehow figured out a way to, to get to the league. Right. Uh, Trey Palmer's on that list. you, you got to throw, I think, Casey Thompson in that list because without Casey Thompson, is there a Trey Palmer? And without Trey yep. Palmer, is there a Casey Thompson? Yep. The volleyball side of things gets interesting. Lauren Cook transferring in from UCLA. That's right. All Big Ten, um, first-team All-American setter, but Nebraska didn't have the team success when she was there. You look at at the time, I think a move of similar magnitude was Lexi Sun coming over from Texas. Okay. Maybe didn't result the same. Kelsey Robinson. Kelsey Robinson in there. Coming from LSU. Uh, Kayla Caffey. Yep. And Brianna Holman uh, in the middle. So I think that's the conversation on the volleyball side, men's basketball has had a lot of transfers, but <laughs> clearly none Jordy Ball level or or impact. Um, in football, I'd also throw in terms of culture. I think Darian Daniels was a huge get. Yeah. Um, but again, Jordy Ball is one of one in this conversation. Well, when you look at the college softball world as well, um, you, you don't you don't hear very often a player of this magnitude and a player. Let's also be honest. That Nebraska has a potential of getting, right? Nebraska has better opportunity. Yeah. Yes, yes. And so, uh, just to just to read off her statistics once again, um, it, it, as a true freshman in 2022, had a 1.09 earned run average, went 22 and one in the circle for the Oklahoma Sooners, um, had seven shutouts, 14 complete games, uh, in 141 innings pitched, just allowed 22 runs all season in 2022. In 2023, could it get better? It could have. Uh, or, excuse me, it did get better. Had a .90 earned run average. Went 22-1 and once again. That one loss was Baylor, or was Oklahoma's one loss this season to the Baylor Bears early in the season. And then, so she goes 22-1 and in 147 innings pitched. And so, I, I, I should have looked up the graphic specifically, but there was a graphic of what she's done in the Women's College World Series against the top eight teams where it was 30 innings pitched and, what was it, one or two runs allowed, I believe? Something like that. And During this like Women's College World Series. Thank you. Go ahead, go ahead, Rico. During this Women's College World Series, she only allowed one run and had a .18 ERA in the four Perfect. games that there she pitched. So and she gave up that run She gave up that run early. 24 and two-thirds scoreless innings is the third longest streak in WCWS history. Yeah, so, so once again, it's just it, – it's – the move of this magnitude, I, I think, in, in just the softball world. We saw it similar last year in college baseball with Tommy White going from mm-hmm. Tommy, also, Tanks. Tommy Tanks going from uh, NC State to LSU and joining basically what is another powerhouse um, last year just in college baseball, that is. 
Uh, Paul so, Skeens from Air Force to LSU. That's right. That's right. And so, women, yeah, women's basketball this year, Haley Van Lith right. went to uh, from, from Louisville to LSU. Mm-hmm. They, they've created a super team with Angel Reese and, and Haley Van Lith down at, at LSU. Um, and so it's just – and, and Morrow, there was the – I'm blanking on her first name. But anyway, so just it, – it's – we're starting to see – big moves through the transfer portal mm-hmm. and in this case it doesn't appear to be nil based i don't know how it could be i mean what softball program out there would have more money than oklahoma mm-hmm. you know what what softball program would be better funded i find it hard to believe there would be one out there especially for a player of jordy ball's caliber what yeah. don't you pay within you know reason and budget for a softball program to keep a player of her caliber around yeah well and, and so don't forget also in the transfer portal, and, and Rico and I have talked about her on the happy hour before, Emma Koff. She's a Georgia Tech. She's That's from right. Georgia Tech. That's she, right. she was one of the first players in the entire country this after the season, after the regular season, to enter the portal officially, make it public. And she's at Georgia, she was at Georgia Tech, uh, was all ACC a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And so we're still waiting on official public word from her on her decision. Uh, but th- this could be a really beneficial offseason for Ronda Ravel, who they've gotten to the regional. They've gotten mm-hmm. to, now unfortunately they've been dealt Oklahoma State <laughs> the last two seasons. They've had to go travel to Stillwater the last two seasons, but they've been to a regional. Now it's mm-hmm. how can you continue to get over that hump, whether that's hosting a regional or whether that's going on the road to maybe a lower seed that you're you're be, you're matched up a little bit better mm-hmm. with and maybe upsetting them to go on to a super. What is that next step to you? Because to me it's go to and hosting being a top 16 seed i think should be doable for nebraska softball but I, i'm willing to take that next step and not get sent to a top eight yeah you, well i mean you're, you're pretty much going to do that but if you can get to a 512 matchup or a you know 710 matchup i think that's a step in the right direction yeah what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. I I think so too. Um, I also don't think... regional hosting a regional is out of the question it shouldn't be out of the question shouldn't be out of the question and so you you have a good core coming back and when you look at maybe what they're returning next season you're returning captain abby squire you're returning mm-hmm. ava breadwell behind the dish you're you're potentially bringing in one of the best pitchers in college softball a couple Kaylin, andrews right Kaylin, yeah billy and brooker returning kaylin kinney is mm-hmm. going to be healthy after her foot injury held her out for a little bit extended period of time this season so you look at these pieces and go you want to get it done this season. You want to you want to look and say, you don't want that missed opportunity down the road. Right. That's where you have to hope that Coach Ravel, Coach Sipple, and the rest of the staff have a plan, because we've seen Nebraska in the just get talent phase and yes. what that looks like out of the transfer portal. But as important as important as it is to get talent in the door and on the field. And regardless of the talent level, you have to have a plan for it. How are you going to deploy it? How are you going to you know, push the talent you're bringing in to get better? How do yeah. they meld together with the team? How do you get them comfortable as quick as possible? And, again, it's not just as simple as can we do some you know, 
MLB The Show roster finagling and, oh, we're magically good all of a sudden. No, there's got to be a plan in place behind the scenes because we've seen super teams fail well, without a plan. We, we've also seen, to an extent, going through the portal and or, or adding a bunch of new guys. Husker Baseball has struggled to, mm-hmm. to find a, a blend of guys, right? There's always right. a couple. Um, I mean, even like this year, it was Casey Burnham, Gabe Swanson, and, and such. But, man, you would like to see the development from Drew Christo be a little bit more uh, on the road or you know publicly known, I, I think. Mm-hmm. And so um, and, and they, they go out and hire Mike Sirianni from Wichita State. Who brings in a transfer just now. Exactly. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Uh, shouts to Rico for this one. Gavin uh, Blackowitz uh, was a 2024 Wichita State commit. Uh, not anymore. He is all N, as the kids would say. There you go. So, And Wichita State just made – a head coaching hire they went out and hired brian green from washington state and so wichita pulls the uh former washington state head coach from pullum uh or pullman and uh they are now they've had a couple guys enter the portal some one of their best pitchers entered the portal yesterday as well and i guess that's a good segue when we talk about pitching because i don't think this will be all we hear from jordy ball i think we're probably going to hear more down the road but as we talk about pitching and the super regionals were this weekend obviously Mm -hmm. regionals were last weekend quinn williams for stanford yesterday pitches 100 and or throws 153 pitches in yesterday's uh saving or season saving win against texas complete game nine innings and so they end up they end up throwing 153 pitches Anything okay? That's not anything. You know, that's that's pretty bad for one time. You know, it's, that's quite a bit. Had 16 strikeouts, if I remember correctly. Yep. In a win against the Longhorns, but when you look at what he's done, he's pitched or thrown 120 innings the entire season for Stanford. Okay, potential first round pick mm-hmm. in, in the future. Back in the first game of the regional, he threw 114 pitches. <laughs> that next, two days later. On Sunday, he threw 66 pitches. For those keeping track at home, you're up to 180 right now. And 180 then pitches. You throw in 156 yesterday, <laughs> and you get the total of 336 pitches over the span of two weekends. My gosh! From the arm of Quinn Williams, a very talented Matthews. left. Or excuse me, Quinn Matthews. Yes. Thank you. Who's a really talented lefty for Stanford? And if you look at if they get the job done tonight, college baseball fans are going to see him in Omaha come next mm-hmm. weekend. But his arm's got to feel like rubber. I don't know how he can raise it above even, like, his hip. Like, does he get more than, like, 30 degrees of separation? Can he swing his arm in a circle? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to. That's it's legendary stuff. And that yeah. brings up, you know, the age-old discussion of our college pitchers, um, you know, overused, abused by their coaches. That's where I would love to know those conversations in the dugout with the player. Well, because I think we're past the point of coaches being dictators. You're going back out there whether you like it or not. I think we've advanced far enough to where it's a conversation. And what's the balance between trusting a kid to know how his arm feels and the head coach of I got to do what's best for, yes, this individual player, but also the team? Well, and and so Quinn Matthews, I I keep wanting to say Quinn Williams, (laughs) uh, Quinn Matthews, he, he said yesterday, I'm, I wasn't going out of that game. And so that's also somewhat of a, I think, cushion for a coach. The player mm-hmm. is saying, hey, it was my call. Don't be mad at the coach for that. But also, this guy has a future, man. He does. This, this guy has a future. And 
in a sense, if this is a repetitive action that as a head coach you're willing to take, mm-hmm. I'm not so sure that we can sit back and say you have their full interest at heart. Because 336 pitches in two weekends is a lot. 336 pitches in a month is yeah. a lot. Yeah. That's, again, where it's a, it's a nice cushion for coaches as long as it works out. Yep. And what does it works out mean? It means the player is successful, the team is successful to some degree, and the player is healthy. Because let's, let's say, you know, Quinn Matthews would have gotten hurt. Let's say he's not able to throw in Omaha. Again, wishing the best for the young man. I hope he's on ice right now. You know, and completely immobile. It, absolutely. As long as he stays healthy, you know, through the MLB draft process, whenever that is for him, as he, if he stays healthy, if, you know, Stanford makes it to Omaha, it works out. You know, the coach asked the player, the player said yes, the player performed, that's great. The problem comes in when the player doesn't perform and you get a, you know, kind of Dave Roberts, Clayton Kershaw thing where you're throwing your guy too much, he's not as effective, or you, you look bad if the player gets hurt. Even if the player says they want to go out there, that's when I think it calls into question, well, can we trust the coach to make the right decision for the player? Well, remember Terry Collins and Matt Harvey? Nick, you're asking a Royals fan that's true. If, if he remembers I mean, Terry Collins and Matt that, Harvey. That was, that was <laughs> one of the ones in recent memory that's really popped up. And and what happens, This I mean, this is an open-ended question because there's no significant or, or definitive answer mm-hmm. that we can say. Um, but, oh, we get, but anyway, so there's no definitive answer. But it's what happens when the player says, I'm good to go back in, and then mm-hmm. ruins their potential career. That's, yeah. that's where is that's what is that what's going to have to happen for something to be done, whether that's a cap, whether that's a, a closer look at responsibilities of a head coach or closer look at um, potential rest in between a certain number of pitches. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that's where it's so – it's such a fine line in that moment because – you're sitting there, Stanford's up by however many runs, and you have a, your your guy, your mm-hmm. guy saying, I'm good, coach, but he's at 135 pitches like Quinn Matthews was last night mm-hmm. and goes, what am I supposed to do here? Well, that's also on the coach if they didn't have anybody warmed up, if they didn't plan accordingly prior to that game to be able to use more pitchers, right? Mm-hmm. you got to be able to, to have more of a plan in place. And that's the thing. I think I would assume that Stanford's coach had a plan to go to his bullpen. I don't think he expected nine innings and 160 pitches I hope so. out of his guy. But I can see the temptation where you get to the seventh inning and you're like, okay, he's rolling. Yeah, I know he's at 100-ish pitches or so. But if we can save our bullpen, because you mm-hmm. need everyone to be all hands on deck, Johnny Holstaff, in a super regional game three with the chance to go to Omaha. So I get the temptation to, you know, keep throwing your guy out there. It worked out for them. They won the game. They have should have about everyone that they could possibly ask for available out of the portal. But the other interesting thing is, of course, that as much as we can paint with broad strokes, each, each individual is different. Each player is different. Each situation is different. So there are those guys who are built different out there. Maybe Quinn Matthews is one of those guys who won't feel anything. Maybe he's back out there, you know, playing soft toss today just because he is, you know, built different, got that dog in him. Mm-hmm. Not everyone does. So then it comes down to how much do you trust the coach and how much are we willing to trust the coach's process 
of the decision making versus the result that the decision you know ended up with. Well, and unnamed texture makes an interesting point. Uh, he says, or they say, so you brought up Terry Collins and Matt Harvey, but he was a grown professional, and that's understandable. I get that 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 line, but. You can't want to treat college athletes as professional athletes when it comes to the business side of things, mm-hmm. but then act like they need a guardian and somebody there when they're when it's in this case. You have to be consistent. Mm-hmm. You do. The other thing about that is if you're going to treat Matt Harvey like a professional and he's a professional, yeah, he's professional. Say, yeah, coach, I'm going to go back out there, put me back in. But also the professional thing to do is, hey, Juris Familia yeah, who, is who, the best closer, or second time, best closer. At that time, he was. You know, best closer in the National League. I'm parcel to my guy, Wade Davis. Yep. What gives him a better chance to win? Matt yeah. Harvey or a rested Juris Familia with a chance to push this series back to the best starting rotation in baseball that yeah. year yeah. with DeGrom, Syndergaard, and Matt? So, you know, being a professional goes both ways. And it's a, it's a, tough, it's a tough decision or moment to make, obviously, because it's in the heat of the moment. Mm-hmm. Adrenaline's pumping. You're on a big stage at home. Chance but, to yeah. And, and yeah. I, is there some of that? Is there is there worry in in some people's heads where it's if I take him out and we lose, it's why didn't you stick with the hot hand? We saw that five years later with Blake Snell mm-hmm. and Kevin. That's Cash. right. That's right. Yeah, where where they took him out. He was rolling. It took him out in the fourth, I believe. Fourth or fifth. Fourth yeah, or fifth. He hadn't gone more than six yes. all year. Yep. Fourth mm-hmm. or fifth, and and he was. Puffing and puffing and trying to say, Coach Cash, let, keep me in, and mm-hmm. they didn't, and they ended up losing. So that's a good point. If you guys did not hear at the top of the hour, Jordy Ball, the Oklahoma pitcher, has entered the transfer portal. So Patty Gasso, the head coach for Oklahoma, in fact, just released a statement regarding regarding the departure of Jordy Ball into the transfer portal. And uh, this is what... Strick blows my assist! Strick, did he airball? Chest pass. It was right there in rhythm. Sorry. Back <laughs> That's to okay. That's okay. Strick, <laughs> Strick's, Strick's hitting some shots. Uh, just, just drained a three. Anyway, so I guess it was a long two. Could have been the foot was on the line. <laughs> but anyway, this is what Patty Gasso said on the departure of uh, Jordy Ball. He said, quote, Jordy shared with our staff on Friday that she had been feeling a strong need to be closer to home for quite some time and that she had planned to enter the transfer portal. It was a very candid and emotional conversation. Uh, we are grateful for her two years with our program and for everything she accomplished. Uh, she obviously was a huge part of our on-field success, but I'll always appreciate Jordy and her approach, her dedication to the game, as she's the ultimate competitor. We're understanding of her situation and certainly want her to be the happiest she can be. We are supportive of her, and she will always be a part of the OU softball family. So Classy. Well once, done. Once again, and that was just days after uh, Patty Gasso, the Oklahoma head coach, said, that Jordy Ball was the pitch, be, or excuse me, best pitcher that she's ever seen. That was one one thing she said after Oklahoma won their third straight uh, national title as a softball program. So Jordy Ball enters the transfer portal. We'll probably talk more about that as well. I got a baseball guy in Austin Orman sitting to my left, and uh, Rico. Shout out to him for pushing all the buttons back in the studio. I'm, I want Rico to definitely chime in as the show goes on as well so we'll go ahead and take a break once again we're live from lincoln northwest high school the boys boys and girls club of lincoln is hosting a junior nba camp shout out to rock lloyd for having us out here uh, it's been a great day we're still here till four o'clock strick is in the building austin dp myself we're all hanging out here at northwest high school make sure you stick around more coming up next on the happy hour 93.7 the ticket follow nick and enrique on twitter at nick underscore sainert and at radio rico ac more of happy hour is next on 93.7 the ticket and the ticket 
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.